the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I am so excited. We're talking to Darlene Harkins. She is the author of this brand new book, for his glory. We're going to talk about this book. We're going to talk about, I pray, we're going to talk about how she is a walking, living, breathing miracle. Jesus has done something amazing physically. I love all sorts of miracles. I love spiritual miracles. I love relational miracles, emotional, but I do love when it's physical too. And I know the, I mean, so I want to talk about that because that'll encourage somebody's um, hope. And I want people to know about this book. This is, I mean, just in time for Christmas. Just in time for Christmas. Yeah. Recently published November 6th. November 6th. It's the official yeah. publication date. And it's a it's a miracle book. The fact that it's come about is there's a whole miracle behind it. I want to hear about, about it. What's the miracle behind this book, Darlene? Well, if I, if I were being honest first, I just yes, need be to honest. say yes. all the glory <laughs> goes to him yeah. for this book. I, I want to quickly give him... Um, all the yeah. praise, you know, when, if I were to, you know, say when I was little, you know, what I wanted to be when I grew up, yeah. you know, I might've said, you know, let's be a veterinarian. I want to be a marine biologist, you yeah. know, but I would have never said I'll be an author one day, Yeah. but God always knew what he had planned for me. And, and, um, it really all started out of a heart's cry to want to know God more. You know, mm. I, I, um. I'm a recently retired corporate executive. Yeah, in the that's last a, year. In the last year, I didn't realize it was Very so recent. Early retired. Yeah. Yes, and it was uh, God used that for His purpose and glory, and He did miracles in the workplace. Um, but you know, with anybody who has a corporate job that works, um, you know, long hours, an executive yeah. in the organization, a lot of responsibility, long days, an hour drive to work, an hour drive wow. back. Long days in at the time teaching, you know, my our, my husband and I, my, my husband Brian is precious, a, a associate pastor, a firefighter, but a wonderful man of God, and and uh, always so supportive in all things. And and um, at the time, you know, we're we're both we would say twenty four seven ministry for the Lord. So yeah. even with our hands and feet in the workplace, it's for Him. Yeah, and. Um, so that means every night, you know, and on the weekends, it's we're up at the church, you know, doing something wow. for His purpose. So My long goodness. days. So long it's, days. sometimes it's hard. People can relate. We have a busy world, and and sometimes it's hard to find that that time to sit down and commune with the Lord. So my heart's cry was, God. I just want to be with you. I was teaching two Bible studies at that time and preparing oh for them gosh. and up at 4 a.m. on most days. And wow. I just want a personal time with him and not mm. to feel rushed or time. And, and so the Lord spoke to me one day and he said, so take your time with me. Mm. 
And I was like, okay, Lord, how, 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 what does that look like? Yeah. Because I think sometimes we get a, an idea of what we think that should look like. And I remember, see, there was a day that I had read a devotional and um, I have several that I love, you know, yeah. um, Oswald Chambers, David Wilkerson, Corey Ten Boom, some of my oh, favorites. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. I just yeah. ask God, where do I go this, today in your word yeah. and, and dive in. And, and I remember I read a devotional that morning and it was three o'clock in the afternoon. I could not remember what I read. I, that morning. Yep. <laughs> and I'm sure people can relate. Oh, you know? yes. Oh, yes. You know, and so I'm like, Lord, I, I don't want that to be my time mm. with you. I, I want to not only remember what you spoke to me, but I want to meditate on that. And I want you to keep speaking to me and do something in my heart to transform me. And so it started with that heart's yeah. cry. And so spending my time with him wasn't spending more than an hour in the morning and being late to work. He was saying, take your time and where I send you in the word Mm. and don't move from that until Mm. I tell you. And so that translates in this book, all of these devotionals and each post-it note um, come from this time. So it started with uh, God putting a word on my heart or a concept. I would dive in. Like living for his glory, yeah. dive into the word, take my time with him. And so I start to put the scriptures and things that he would highlight in my heart on a post-it note because I'm a post-it note kind of girl. And I had that hour drive to work and back. And yeah. so I would literally put the post-it note on the dashboard of my car because then I could drive to work every day, drive home every day and reference those notes really quick, talk to him about it in the car. You know, it's kind of that whole, you know, talking to the Lord in the car. And before Bluetooth days, people think you were just kind of crazy. <laughs> I talked to the Lord out loud that way. And, and, um, I would just meditate on what he was spoken to, what he was speaking yeah. to me. And, um, I found that his word started mm. to become really relevant mm. in all my daily interactions. Yeah. And so I started to take pictures of the post-it notes yeah. so I can quickly reference them. And then my husband started to notice them, Brian, and he said, hey, you start sending those to me. So I started sending them to him. And and then he said, you know, honey, I really love these. You should start sharing these with the women's group at church, and, and I, which I still help teach today. And yeah. so I started sharing with them. And, and then there was a time in the corporate workplace where the Lord allowed me to the privilege to sponsor the Christian life group and they wanted to do devotionals every week. So God said, hand over what you have and let them be used um, for devotionals in the workplace. And, and only the Lord knows how far they've gone across the globe. And uh, they all just started with a heart's cry to want to know him. And, and so from that, um, God has done amazing things. So every, every, um, it wasn't until later that, that Brian said he, he brought me a, a little uh, yeah. leather-bound book and said, Honey, I want you to mm. start saving all these Post-it notes. Oh, cool. Write them down because you're writing a devotional book. Wow. I said, I am. And so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, love it. So it's really the heart of how it started. Yeah, okay. I want you for our Facebook viewers, sure. would you hold the book up sure. just for a second so they can see the like the sticky notes? Sure. Um, I really think, and, and that is really cool, just, uh, and I know that takes extra work to get those in the, yeah. I mean, those are your handwritten notes. They look beautiful. Thank you. So, and do you mind giving us just an example of not, you don't need to read the whole devotional, but can you share kind of one of, one of those and the three questions that you um, want to ask? Is there a, a yeah. favorite one that pops in or? Yes. You know, as a matter of fact, the, yeah. the Lord was, as we were putting this together, the Lord was very clear. I asked, you know, uh, when I was talking to the, 
the publisher, you know, about the, the, these devotionals in the post-it notes actually had multiple, had online versions and, you know, virtual versions of the post-it notes. And by far he said, no, the originals are authentic, put them in there. Um, but you know, when I was talking to the Lord about this, I had, there was enough, the publisher said for two devotionals. And, Mm. and so I had to pray and ask God, Lord, which ones do you want to be in this book? And I literally would flip through the hundreds that we had and ask God, does this one go? Does this one go? Does this one go? And, um, he slowly put them all together. And I asked the Lord, you know, how many? And he told me not to put a date. Not mm. to put a date to the devotional. Uh, mm. Not that that is a bad thing in right, devotionals right. today, but for the reasons I mentioned earlier, it's about relationship with the Lord and spending time with Him and yeah. hearing His voice. I mean, we live in a day and age and time where the only safe place is in His presence. Mm-hmm. The only safe place in the midst of our chaos of our world today is in His presence hearing his voice. Mm, and I can't, if this. there's anything in my spirit that is urgent, it is, we cannot delay and forsake our time with him and communing with him because hearing his voice and having his direction is our only safe place to walk yeah. in the time and day and age in which we live. And so the Lord put on my heart, don't put a, a date mm-hmm. to these. Instead, each reader asks the Lord three questions. It, it, it's intended to encourage you to sit down at his table, commune with him, deepen your relationship with him, mm. and talk to him. Yeah. Build a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And the three questions are, what, Lord, do you want to speak to me? Yeah. What is it, Lord, that you want to say to me? It is, what, Lord, do you want to uh, do in my heart? How does this relate to me and mm-hmm. my life today, God? And the the... The last question is, Lord, what do you want me to do with this learning? And once, you know, I encourage the reader to to uh, write down journal notes, journal the thoughts, and and then to once you feel like you've been able to answer those three questions, then move on to the next devotional. So a reader might be on one devotional for a day. You might be on it for a week. And I'll be honest, yeah. there were some I, I was on for like a month because yeah. God was just pulling wow. my heart apart um, yeah. with his word and doing something transformative within me. Yeah. When you talk about him pulling your heart, like, can you give us an example of what something that he just had to have you just stay in for a long time? Can you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, the concept of love. Yeah. You know, just what his love is. I mean, our God gave us his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us on the cross. Right. It was the most amazing gift of love he could give us. And right. for all of us who believe we can have everlasting life and that freedom starts the moment we accept him and we walk on the earth today. And, yeah. and that freedom, um, we can walk in that freedom as we commune with him each day and here with him. It's just such a amazing gift of love. Yeah. And you might think, you know, I know what love means and mm. I, I can define love, but you know, something as simple as going to the book of Corinthians in chapter 13, the famous chapter of, of love, you know, right. love is patient, love is kind. And, you know, we commercialize even that very scripture so much. It becomes a special wedding scripture, which isn't a bad thing, or it right. becomes art we hang on the wall. But that scripture is so deep. And when you really break it down and you think about, well, what does it mean to be patient? 
Yeah. What does it mean to be mm-hmm. kind? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to long suffer? Yeah. What does it mean to, 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 um, to really love? And what does it mean that his love will never fail? Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, that's an example of one where just one scripture, maybe that could have been one devotional, but you'll find within the book that became eight, six or seven different devotionals. Yeah. And it was a four or six week study on really understanding and, and deep deepening the, and the revelation of, of the love of Christ Jesus and what he has for us. Yeah. I love that, man. All right. Talk to, uh, talk to me about the miracle more of this becoming a book. What else uh, did you feel like was miraculous? I mean, it's pretty awesome that your husband, Brian encouraged this. Yeah. Um, how else, what other miracles are we talking about? And there's love is kind right there. Love does not envy. Yes. I love these sticky notes. I love, I'm, I'm a color guy. Yes. I like the, the sticky notes just popping with color. I love it. Love does not boast. There it is. Wow. Well, I'll say this whole Good. process has been a miracle. Okay. He, the, what he's done in my heart through it is a yeah. miracle. He has deepened my relationship with him. That's a miracle. The very fact that we're here today is a miracle, Steve. Yeah, I'm I agree. Past corporate executive with no marketing plan for this book because God said to let him do it. Mm. And he knows how to spread his word way better than I do. Yeah. He's done it since the beginning of time. And so I just like the that. fact that he connected us itself is a, is a miracle. I agree. But I would say... Um, just the process of walking it through, um, even the timing of uh, when he uh, called me out of the corporate. Um, yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear more about that, if you don't mind. I mean, that's a, yeah. such a big shift, such yes. a big move. Yeah, a lot of people thought that it was kind of crazy, especially at the end of a, the pandemic, you know, and yeah. why would you walk away from this wonderful corporate job? And and I always knew that the Lord had me there for a time and okay. was never there for title or for money. I was there for his purpose. Yeah. The most amazing thing I had the privilege to be part of was the Christian Life Group and yeah. all that he did through that. But I will say that... Um, you know, his timing is always perfect. And he spoke to my husband and I very clearly um, last year and said, okay, o- October will be the, the last date. And he knew all wow. that he wanted to do. He yeah. put on our heart to start writing this yeah. um, and get the publisher in January. So that work started in January. Um, he's made me available to um, spend more time with people. It's about people and sharing his word um, with people in the body of Christ. And yeah. And he knew my parents would need more care this year. Right. And so God's right. done amazing things through that. But the whole process yeah. of the pu- publisher, Zulon Press, has been amazing. Good. Um, their crew is amazing. I found out through this process. I think they're even affiliated with this. With the, they're under the same parent company oh, as K- KSLR. Salem. Okay. Yeah. Salem, yeah. Which wow. is pretty amazing. Yeah. Only God can connect that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Their people are um, have done an awesome job being supportive and helpful and um, just how he brought together um, what he wanted in this book, the themes, and um, my prayer is yeah. honestly, Steve, whether it it touch one touches one person's heart or a hundred or a thousand, right. is that it would encourage others to draw into a deeper relationship with Christ Jesus, not to forsake the time that we have in today's world, to spend that precious time to hear his voice. Yeah. And it's really about surrendering. You mentioned an example in this book. Yeah. You know, the very first one is living for his glory. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it talks about um, 
uh, just a scripture from that Colossians yeah, chapter three. It says, "And whatever you do in word or deed, do mm. all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him." God created us for Him. Yeah. He created us for His purpose, and that is my heart's cry: is just to live for Him to the max. And I don't want to miss a moment of it, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. And um, and you know. He's just put in my heart, you know, when we want to live for his glory, it's a supernatural walk. Mm. It's not something we can do in our own flesh. It's not something we can we can muster up or figure right. out. And all of our skills that we have in this world could never um, add up to what God can do through us supernaturally if we just surrender to him. Yeah. And it's about, it, it starts there. It's surrendering it all to him giving it all to him, believing that he has no boundary. He is a God that has no boundary. He can do anything through a willing heart and a willing vessel. I love this. And, uh, yeah. and, and it's about choosing to walk his way. And part of me choosing to walk this way is also his way is choosing to deepen my relationship with him. You know, it takes effort Yeah. to, to, to cultivate a relationship. Sure. Yeah. You know, if I, if you'll just play with me for a minute sure, here. You sure. Know? So, you know, Steve, Steve is an amazing gentleman, and I've gotten the privilege of meeting your wife briefly, and, and she's a wonderful lady. And, she is, and, yes. And I'm so thankful I got a chance to meet her. Yeah. And uh, I know you do this wonderful ministry work in the peanut butter bowl. We're yeah. still giving peanut butter away, by the way. Good. Yes. I'm so glad. <laughs> Christ I'm Community so Church glad. Food Pantry was still giving yes. lots of, food, of peanut butter away. Fantastic. But, Good. Um, but, you know, if I wanted to really get to know more about you, I, it takes effort. Right. You know, so Steve, what might your favorite color be? My favorite color. The first thing that pops in my mind is red, Darlene. Red. Okay, yes. red. If all of your all of your listeners, if they never knew that, now they know that about you. And you, tomorrow might be a different color that pops. Okay. So okay. maybe they know that about me. But yeah, red. Are you a dog person or a cat person? Um, I want to see what people put in the comments below. They have to guess. Okay. But I'll tell you on the sly. No, okay. I'll, I'll tell you. They have to guess. They would know. I'm a dog person. A dog person. Are you? Are you a dog I, or a cat person? I'm both. You're both. I, I love both. Okay. Yes. I don't. I, I don't both. know if I have a healthy response to that, but yeah, that's okay. I, I love both. Yes. I love both dogs and cats. I love all animals. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I don't hate cats. It makes you're throwing me under the bus now. I'm Darlene. sorry. No, I'm sorry. Well, but I understand my husband's in the same boat as you. He's okay. Not a cat good, person, Brian. You know, yeah. he's all okay. about the dogs. You know, all about the dogs. He's all about the dogs. He's a good man. He's yes, a good yes. man. So see, we're getting to know each other a little yeah. bit more, right? Yeah. But it takes effort. It takes effort to ask the question, and right. that's the heart of of this book. It's sitting down on his table and it's a choice yeah. to commune with him and to make an effort yeah. and to, to talk to him and ask him those questions. God, search my heart. Yeah. God, mm. purify my heart. God, what mm. do you want to say to me in your word today? God, what do you want to do in my heart? What what is yeah. how is this relevant for me today? Because how one devotional, one his scripture, how it was relevant for me six months ago might be different right. in relevance for me today. And God, what do you want me to do about that? And that's how we can choose to walk with him yeah. each day. And uh, finally, you know, if I could just say anything, it's it's about um, choosing to believe mm. that he can do having faith, mm. asking for that gift of faith mm-hmm. to choose to, to believe that he can do anything. He's a God of miracles. Yeah.
Yeah, I love that. Well, we're going to talk about miracles in just a second, but yes. I want to say this, mm-hmm. especially for our radio and podcast listeners. We are talking to Darlene Harkins. Her new book, I mean new book, is For His Glory, Devotional Notes of Love and Truth, A Genuine Heart's Cry and Journey with the Lord. Um, one of the things I do love about this is I just find so many Christians so often, they just don't really know how to dive into the scripture. Yeah. They don't really know where to start. So this is this is right there for them. It's just like served up on a platter. Like here's the word of God and I mean, you know, your yeah. thoughts and and these questions that you have for them to ask. Yes. I think is really going to help people. Yes, and I really encourage the reader to dive deep. To dive deep, don't take it for face value. You'll you'll find in the preface there's a stra- strategy, a recommended strategy to to dive in, and every person can approach it the way God has them to. There's freedom in that. Yeah. But I, I encourage the reader to understand the context, understand the relevance, read the scripture before and after, cross reference scripture with scripture. Let God take you yeah. in through His Word and speak to you in a different way. Journal that and talk to Him about it, and God. We'll do amazing things. Yeah, that's great. All right, sticky notes. Do you recommend sticky notes too? You no, know, I should get. I should have invested, you know, in post-it notes. <laughs> that's so, funny. Know, yeah, um, but yes, I recommend sticky notes. You, you know, I even reckon uh, recommend readers can take pictures yeah. um, of the post-it note and on their phone and take it with them for the day. Um, they could write their own post-it notes. They can journal them in a book. There's also an ebook format. Some folks have chosen to purchase the hardcover book to to ref, um, to use at home and then. Gotten the ebook copy so that they have an online virtual version to reference right. in the moment later in the day. Um, so there's lots of different options yeah. um, for the reader. Talk to me. I'm going to, before we talk about your miracle being yeah. a living, breathing, walking miracle, mm-hmm. I'm going to just throw you out, throw you out there, put, put you on blast here. Um, just talk to me about the scripture that I've just opened to on page 21, the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, second Timothy one seven. Yes. Um, any thoughts that come to your mind? I know, you know, just what, do, what would you yes. share about that spirit of power, love, and a sound mind? Our God gives us, he is so amazing. He does not, he gives us, um, a spirit of power, love, yeah. and a sound mind, not a spirit of fear. And, you know, when we talk about this word fear, you know, a reader mm. can, you can mean different things. You know, for the unbeliever, there's a fear. There's a, a shrinking back mm. of the Lord. And in his day and coming, for the unbeliever, there will be a fear, a, a shrinking back. I told right. you I'm a hands <laughs> A shrinking back of the Lord. But... In this scripture, he is referencing a fear as in a reverence and awe Mm. of him. And he doesn't give us a spirit of fear, of shrinking back. We're called, we have a, a, as a believer in Christ, we have a a reverence and awe for the Lord. But he gives us one of power and love and a sound mind. And, you know, I think in today's day and age, um, we need that more than ever. I think we, we live in turbulent times. We live in a time that's like... No other. I mean, we can look back in in history and God's word, and we can see um, volatile moments. And God's hand has always been sovereign over it all. Right. But I believe we're in a time that God created us created us for at such a time yeah. as this, and we are His plan for this time to share His gospel message. And we can't do that 
unless we move forward in a boldness of who he mm. is and believe that he doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power right. love and a sound mind. And, you know, we see the times in which we live in. There's a, you know, a, po- mm. a politically uh, volatile nation. We see um, a vol- volatility across the, the globe. Right. We see it in um, our, our our finances. We see it in the hearts of believers of falling away from those who love and trust him. We see we see it in our schools. We see mm-hmm. it in our our government brought in na- nationally and locally. We see it in the disasters that right. are even ever increasing in our very day, age, and time. Right before our very eyes, we the word talks about coming time of famine, and we see that across the globe. He talks about pestilences, and we just lived through one yeah. globally. We live. And what the word says, I believe, is the time of sorrows, the coming time of sorrows, is the beginning of sorrows. And we don't have time to waste, Mm -hmm. um, to be his light and his purpose and to share his word. And we can't Mm -hmm. move forward with a spirit of fear. We have to go out with the boldness of who, not in our own strength, but of who Christ Mm -hmm. Jesus is in us. Believe that he calls us to walk supernaturally in him. But we cannot do that without being connected to him daily through communion and hearing his voice. Our only safe place is in his presence, hearing his voice. Yeah, that's funny. We were, I was in a Bible study with some of my coaches this morning, um, high school coaches at Brandeis, and we were just talking about, uh, we were looking at Psalm 31, and and David was talking about you know refuge and safe safe place in our words, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it just reminded me of that safe place of prayer where you're in the presence of Jesus, and that's the safest place you can be yeah. is just right there with Him, Him speaking to your heart, Him um, guiding your heart, Him loving you, and there's there's just no other. So yeah. that's just great. And yeah. I have to be honesty yeah. that that word from God, yeah, that. In the midst of chaos, the only safe place is hearing, mm. is in his presence, hearing his voice was, it was a, a word he spoke to me through a time of difficulty. Mm. There was a time he allowed me to go through a, a difficult time in the workplace and, mm. um, it, he allowed me to sit in that. I was, I felt oppressed for a time. Mm. I felt, um, treated unfairly for a time. Yeah. Um, but God allowed it. And I would cry out mm. to him and mm. I would ask him why and Lord, how much longer yeah. in, 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 the, in one of those moments of, of crying out to why he said, darling, I need your immediate response always to be to look to me, mm. always wow. to be in difficult times to look to me Yeah, because there's coming a time in the midst of chaos that the only safe place is in my presence, hearing my voice. Mm. And that was over a decade ago, Steve. And wow. I have never forgotten that. Yeah. And I believe it's it's for us today and, yeah. and for the days to come. Yeah, absolutely. What happened in that situation? Can, I mean, without uh, God, how was it resolved? How did God come he through? He changed my heart. Oh, okay. Through my through that time, the 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 one that I felt was oppressing me was really the enemy. Mm. But the through the one that he was doing that, I realized in my personal time as I pray, you know. With, yeah. Meditating on those post-it notes on the dashboard of my car, my hour drive to work, right? Yeah. And through my time of prayer, I found myself starting to pray for this individual mm. and for a touch from him. And God changed my heart. And he opened my eyes. And he gave mm. me a heart to pray in love 
for this individual that was difficult, and the Lord did an amazing work. Wow. And so it was it was wonderful. And shortly yeah. after that, he shifted some things in the workplace, and and um, and uh, I had a different boss who loved the Lord. Yeah. Um, but wow. He did an amazing thing through that. Yeah. In, in my own heart. Right. He was really growing you. Yes. Yeah. And I thought, God. Thank you for loving me so much. Mm, that's good. That you allowed me to go through that tough time yeah. to speak to me that word. Right. Thank wow. you for loving me that much, God, to speak that word to me. Yeah. You know? Okay. All right. I've, I'm having such a great time. I've lost track of the time. Can you still give us time to talk about the the miracle? Yes. And uh, tell us about it, if you I don't will, mind. Walk us through it. I'm, I'd be. It's a privilege. Okay. You know. Um, my husband is so precious, and and uh, he's working today. And my my sweet uh, brother and sister, brother in law and sister in law, Randy and Mary, who are senior pastors of our church, Christ Community Church. Yeah, were so sweet to pray with me today and come and, and intercede through this time. And we were just talking about this this morning. Yeah, in the car. Really, this heart to live for His glory um, started with a heart's cry through one of the most difficult tries, trials of my life, mm. and that was about 15 years ago. Okay. Um, literally 15 years ago, almost to the month um, okay. where I was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer. Wow! And I will tell you, our God is as hard as that is to um, receive a, a message like that to get a. Mm-hmm. Um, a diagnosis like that, you know, yeah. God was already preparing my heart. I, my husband and Brian and I had been praying about having children. We we do not have uh, physical children of our own today, mm-hmm. but He has given us many by His Spirit. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah, and um, but it's as a result of ovarian cancer. And, wow. And I remember uh, just crying out to the Lord, saying, "God, you know, whenever you know it's your time and your will and your way, you know." Praying for children, you know, boy, girl, you know, one, two, five, ten, how many? You know, I felt like I was putting it all in his will, you know. And the Lord spoke to me one day and said, it sat me down. He said, Darlene, are you really willing for my will? Ooh. And it hit my heart in a way that I physically sat down. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yes, Lord, I'm, I'm praying for your will. I'm praying for your way. I'm I'm trusting you, you know, your timing and boy, yeah. girl, whatever yeah. you will, you know. And he said, are you, are you really willing for my will? Wow. Are you, are you willing to not have children? And that oh hit my, my heart. And I, I realized, I'm like, even though I was praying and what I thought was his will, I really had it set in my heart mm. that we would have children. And right. I had that revelation in that moment. I said, oh, God, forgive me. Mm. Yes, I am willing for your will. And. And I give that to you. And I remember going to a Bible study that very night, and and they probably thought it was crazy, you know, because I'm like, God spoke to me today, and He said He dealt with my heart, you know. Mm. Said it made, you know, as He said, I, I might not be able to have children, you know. I need to be willing to not have children today. And mm. probably thought I was kind of crazy <laughs> for that, but I was excited because I knew I heard the voice yeah. of the Lord. And mm-hmm. Steve, that was literally two days before I found out about ovarian cancer. Unbelievable. And God prepared my heart. In that, yeah, and so um, through that diagnosis, you know, within a couple of weeks, you know, seven surgeries, wow. and, um, eighteen months of of chemotherapy. Oh my gosh! And I remember um, shortly after that diagnosis, there was a time that I was at the altar at church on a Wednesday night, and and just crying out to God, and yeah. and a few ladies came and and laid hands on me to pray, and. Even though I know it was probably maybe five or ten I, ladies, I, I I don't I don't know, 
it sounded like hundreds in the spirit Wow! praying yeah. in that moment. And uh-huh. I was so lifted by his spirit and yeah. God's voice spoke to me and he said, the sickness is not unto death. I'm going to heal you. Mm-hmm. And I knew by the joy in the spirit he gave in that moment, I'd heard the voice of our Lord. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited. So after that, I just kept waiting for that miracle moment. So like after every CAT scan, after every surgery, after every, I was like waiting for that moment. Like I'm going to say, all that cancer is, is gone, you know? And, um, you know, when they originally diagnosed me, they said I had less than 50% chance of living. Mm. They said that my type of ovarian cancer, that less than 10% of women were diagnosed with that type of ovarian cancer. And that chemotherapy mm. would likely not work. Wow. But our God had a different plan. Yeah, yes. And I can remember mm. um, I had gone through all of the surgeries. I had gone through, finished the chemo treatment, mm. which God used miraculously. He drew me to his word. He drew me to the gospels. I was marinating my heart in in the gospels and, and reading about all his all the examples in the gospels yeah. of how he walked the earth and healed his people. He did a work in my faith yeah. in, in that time and, and believing that he could do anything. He did a work in my heart in that. And I was trusting in him and all through all that. He, he did miracles in the chemo room. Uh, I mean, mm. he, I should, it should have been four hours to get a treatment of, of chemo and mine took eight instead of four. And so mm. I would be there for two rounds of ladies that would come in and he would allow me to testify to their first group and then they would leave and the next group what? would come in and I could testify to the next group that came in. God used it all. He wow. used it. There's so many yeah. testimonies. He uses but, it all. But I will say that there was a night that after all of those surgeries were done and all that, that um, the chemo is done, I got a report that not only did I still have cancer, but I had new spots. Wow. And I was floored. I mean, right. this is months later and and I'm like, I know I heard your voice, God, and right. yep. I'm so confused. And the Lord, he, he he's so faithful. Yeah. He, he bruised Reed. He will not break. Right. Yes. You know? <clears throat> and um, he he prompted a precious woman in the Lord to call me. Mm. She called me that night, and I don't even think I spoke. I cried. She prayed. Mm. Some point at, in that prayer time, I fell asleep. But in that sleep, I dreamt about mm-hmm. how Jacob wrestled with the angel. You know that mm-hmm. scripture? He, oh, yeah. He wrestled with the angel, and yeah. his heart was, I'm not letting go. I right. am not letting go, God, until you bless me. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting go. And I woke up because that was my heart. That's my heart. That was my yeah. heart's cry, God. I'm not letting go of your promise. I'm not letting go mm-hmm. of who I you like are. Yeah. I believe in and who you are and, and, and all that you can do and you have no boundary, God, and all that you can do. And I believe in your word and you yeah. spoke a word to me. And by this time, my husband's, you know, he's awake and he's like, what's going on? <laughs> and are you okay? And, yeah. and, um, I was explaining to him, you know, what I had just dreamt. And he said, it reminds me of Paul, you know, mm-hmm. in the Bible and his eyesight, his blindness, you know, the word says it was like a thorn in his flesh. And, I said, yeah, these spots, these new spots that I have, they're, they're kind of like my, mm. my thorn in the flesh. It's mm-hmm. kind of a, a reminder for me. I've got to trust God every day. Yeah. I have to look to him every day. Our days are short. Our time is short. Mm. We don't know how long that we have. But again, my heart's cry was, God, let me live it for you. 
That yeah. was my heart. I had cried yeah. out to him. This is the second time my heart yeah. was, God, I beg you. Yeah. Lord, I just want to mm. live for you. Mm-hmm. I just want to glorify you with my life and live for your glory, God. I just want to give you honor. I want to share your word and yeah. lead, a, lead others for the right. sake of salvation, God. You do the work. Let me just be your vessel, willing vessel, God. Yeah. So do whatever you want to do. And um, and in this moment, I said, so God, I resurrender it to you. Mm. Whether I have five minutes Five days, mm. five years, mm. or 50. Yeah. God, can I just live them for you? And the moment wow. I resurrendered that to him, he just lifted that weight. He lifted that burden yeah. from my heart. And, and there was a freedom, and my heart was content. You see, there was no other chemo scheduled. There were no other surgeries. Yeah. I still had spots. Yeah. But you know, our God is so amazing <laughs> and he is so faithful yeah. and he can use the strangest things, yeah. you know, to, to bring about, mm. um, and do his, do his work. So, uh, un- unfortunately, but fortunately there yeah. was a small piece of tubing left in my abdomen from my medical port. Oh my goodness. You know, who knew? And I knew cause it was bothering me and oh I kept telling gosh. my husband, you know, like, you know, there's something that I quit, oh, right? Man, you know, you hear these nightmares. I, all right. But in this case, you know, so yeah. I go in, of course I've got to go take it out, you know, but when the surgeon went to go take that out, he also rebiopsied everything in my abdomen. Wow. And I will never forget the day yeah. I woke up from that surgery yeah. and saw that surgeon's face and little cap to here and his mouth to here. And I could just see his eyes, but they're wide. Yeah. You know, they're wide. And he goes, Darlene, I can't explain it, but all of your spots are gone. All of your spots are gone. I had, it's only been six weeks. I had not had any more chemo. I had not had wow. any other surgery or treatment, you know, but the Lord, I just said, praise God. I said, that was the Lord. He yes. healed me. And then I was kind of out from the anesthesia for the next two hours, <laughs> but I will never forget that moment. Yeah. And the Lord in the flash mm. brought to mind a moment of prayer in that six weeks. Wow. We had had a precious time of prayer okay. with our church body and, um, and in that time of free prayer, I remembered a precious friend coming and laying hands on me. Mm. And I felt the touch of the Lord. Mm. And I believe to this day it was in that moment. God did his healing yeah. in that moment. Yeah. But 15 years later, the doctor's office, they still call me the miracle patient. I love they it. put me in the medical books. And God spoke to my heart. You know, he didn't, He my heart was content. Yeah. You know, when mm. I knew I still had spots. But. Because God loved me so much, He allowed it to bring it to full fold to show me, yes, it's all gone. Mm. And I wanted you to know that you know that you know it was by no man's hand you were healed. It right. was by my hand. Right. So I could testify that today yeah. and give Him the glory. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's He's amazing, darling. Yes. 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 All right. Side note question. You said like in medical books or what, what, what did you mean by that? that yeah. They have like medical journals. Yeah. So, in journals? You know, they, yeah. Medical journals. So they, they, uh, they mm. will record, um, things that, and document as yeah. they learn in medical journals along the way. And so in my case, they, they recorded my treatment, they recorded the outcome and yeah. And, and uh, 
So your, your miracle is pretty documented. Yes, in more than one way, because I do testify a little bit about it in the book. You as do? Well. Okay. Yes. All right. Wow. Awesome, Darlene. Okay. Is there anything else you feel the Lord wants you to share with us before we sign off? Oh. I love that. And thank you for sharing the miracle. And thank you for sharing your book for his glory. Is there anything else that oh, God has I'll just, put on your heart to share? I'll just say that um, it's been such a privilege and joy today to be here today to yeah. to glorify the lord to to give him um all the praise yeah and just to encourage those that are listening to not to wait yeah it, we don't have time to wait yeah um i know this world's busy we we all had a moment of of shut down and and sit, stand still and sit right. still during the pandemic and i believe a lot of reflection happened but when things opened up i felt like where we might have been zero to 60 beforehand, we went zero to 100. It felt mm. like things just took off, and, and yeah. we just live in a world that goes so fast. And yeah. if I could say anything, slow down. Mm. Put him first. Yeah, He's the top priority. In the midst of everything that we see happening in our world today, our only safe place is hearing his voice. Right. We can only hear his voice in his presence. And uh, just encourage you to go sit at his table yeah. in his word. Praying and listening to him. And even if one person does that as a result of today's interview, then I feel like I've done what God's called me to. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, Darlene. Thank yeah. you so much. And I just love um, just the, the joy and the light of the spirit of Jesus just in you, just radiates and exudes. Wouldn't you agree with me? And uh, what a blessing. What a blessing that is Thank just you. to see Jesus in you. The book is For His Glory. You can get it on Amazon right now. Um, devotional notes of love and truth. And mm-hmm. I just, I'm going to show you again. I just love the sticky notes. Thank you. And um, yeah, that is, that's like my love language, seeing and all these colors and everything. Yes. On the Facebook page, there's oh, yeah, a direct yeah, yeah. link to the publisher's website. It's oh, www.zulon.com. Yeah. It's x u l o n press. Yeah. Dot yeah. Com. And I okay. share that with folks because. All the proceeds of this book are going right back into the kingdom of the Lord. So um, I want to dedicate it all to him. It's God has done wonderful things in my heart, and I want to give it all back to his kingdom. Love and it. so the um, when you order from direct from publisher, a larger uh-huh. majority of the proceeds go oh, right back. Oh, okay. And so all I'm right. encouraging folks that want to give back into the kingdom. I that love might be it. an avenue to I do that. I love it. That's mm-hmm. good. All right. And it's ZulonPress.com or Zulon.com? Yeah. It's ZulonPress.com. Okay. X-U-L-O-N Press forward slash forward slash bookstore. Yeah. And then you either search by author name yeah. or by title. Yeah. And it'll pull it right up. But if you go to the my Facebook site, yeah. there's a shop now button. I'll take you directly there. Okay. I love it, man. All right. There you have it. Well, Darlene, thank you very much for your faithfulness to the Lord to write this book, to share it with people. It is really important. And like I said before, I think it's, uh, and I'm open up to the first Noel. Um, it's just fantastic. People just don't always know where to go or how to dive in and how yeah. to be with the Lord. They just don't know. And I think this is a great resource uh, for helping deepen your faith. I also love the idea that you shared that you may spend with the Prince of Peace, you may spend weeks, yeah. you may spend a day, you may, yep. whatever it is. Yeah, there's freedom. freedom. I really like to that. Talk to him. Yeah, and that's let good. him talk to you. That's good. Yeah, and that's the other side of it. We want him talking to us. He's always talking to us, so we have to listen. 
And uh, this is a great avenue, great resource for that for his glory. Christmas is coming. So, I mean, it's a great time to get it. All right. We're going to sign off here. And I want to um, just remind you, you know, Darlene has touched on and she's used the word bold throughout our time today. And we are we are trying to be very bold. And your your words have encouraged me today to to be very bold. And yes, and uh, that comes from Second Corinthians 3.12. And in just a minute, I'll sign off with that. That's where the Apostle Paul wrote, therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. I want you to borrow from Darlene's story, whether you borrow from just the book that God has put on her heart. And even though she dreamed of being a marine biologist and veterinarian, God had something else in store. Yes. I want you to borrow from that. I want you to borrow from just the the testimony of the miracle of what Jesus did in healing her, yes. whatever it is. Sometimes it's hard for us to look at our own life and say, Jesus was at work. And sometimes it's hard for us to remember, and we can hear these testimonies and say, yes, Jesus is at work, and he is at work in your life. Um, but you can borrow that for even today and just say, hey, Jesus, I've never been healed in that way, but I know you're at work. I recognize it. I praise you for it, and I want to spend more time with you. I want to just come to the table and be with you. Um, we borrow from each other that testimony and that encouragement that she's brought to me and that she's brought to you so that we can be very bold. Um, we borrow. We lean into that. We Christ has provided for us one another, brother and sister, to build each other up so that we can be very bold in our faith. And that's why the Apostle Paul wrote that, and that's why we're Very Bold Radio and Podcast and Very Bold Ministries. As a reminder, man, we have a great hope, and we want to be very bold in in sharing the time is short. And, man, we've got to spend time with Jesus. We've got to be fueled up and resourced so that we can be that light um, that we're talking about today. So, again, that's how we'll sign off, 2 Corinthians 3.12. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.